I'm Neve Cassidy, a former social care worker who, after having my own children, found a calling as a childbirth educator and lactation consultant. Back when I started this journey, I faced the same challenges many of you might be experiencing right now, struggling to get enough clients to make my business viable long term. I knew in my heart that I had the skills and knowledge to make a difference, but the thought of marketing and selling left me feeling a bit uneasy. I didn't want to compromise my authenticity and values just to attract clients. I invested in trainings and mentorships, and I tried various strategies that I learned, but it often felt like I couldn't implement a lot of it because what I was being taught didn't match my values as a birth and postpartum worker. That's when I decided to take matters into my own hand. I embarked on a mission to learn, to experiment, and to find ethical and authentic ways to share my expertise, support my clients, and build a sustainable practice. Today, I'm proud to say that I run a thriving private practice, and I'm here to share my insights with all of you to help you to do the same. Join me on this journey as I help you bridge the gap between your passion for supporting new parents and the success you deserve. Together, we'll discover the power of ethical, authentic, and effective approaches, not only to make a living, but also to make a positive impact in the world of birth and postnatal care. Let's get started on this empowering journey together. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pregnancy and Postnatal Entrepreneurs Collective podcast. Today, I am joined by Crystal Bantel, better known as the Tech Fairy, and she is going to talk us through some of the things around email marketing and funnels and all of those things that might scare you a little bit. But Crystal, do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure, for sure. So I am your tech fairy, as um, as you already said, and I love helping neurodivergent entrepreneurs specifically um, and anyone that has a different non-linear way of thinking um, as well as uh, people with chronic conditions and anything that kind of affects your, you know, your focus, um, you know, at work if you're, you know, running your own business, which is very different than, you know, for people that are doing, you know, if they're employed, you know, in a nine to five type situation, right? So, um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. And we're going to talk a little bit about email marketing, and I have briefly covered email lists, let's just say, on the podcast before. But obviously you've got your expertise in this and you're going to be able to we're going to be able to dive a little bit deeper. But for anyone who doesn't even know what we're talking about when we say email marketing, what is it? What is email marketing? That's such a, that's my favorite question. <laughs> <laughs> so email marketing is uh so when you have an email list that gives you direct access to your um, your potential clients or customers and anybody that is interested in your business. So you may have, if you, for example, if you're in conversation with someone in person or if you meet people online in Facebook groups, anything like that, or if you're posting on social media, for example, those are all different ways that we um, have visibility with people. Uh, but uh, when you get them to subscribe to your email list, that ends up, that's kind of like, it's kind of like when you meet a new person and you ask them for their number so they can keep in touch and you can keep texting each other. It's a little bit like that uh, is how I look at it. So it gives you it gives you constant direct access to the people that are interested in, in what you are talking about and what you offer and it allows you to keep in touch with them. I love that analogy of it's like asking for somebody's number. It's just a really nice way to show that in everything marketing that we're doing, it is actually a relationship that we're trying yeah. to build up with people yeah. so what why is it important to be able to communicate with people in that way i think that it is really important because as much as 
uh, social media helps us with with getting faster and broader visibility. Uh, we can't rely on social media because of the algorithm. So um, I don't know the exact stat, but I remember hearing it was something uh, something like seventy percent or so of the people that are following you right now on Instagram don't see your posts that you post when you post them. Um, so that's a very low percentage of people. So it's maybe it's like three to 30% of the people that said, yes, I want to follow this person. And I'm very interested in what they are posting. Uh, they said, yes, I want to follow them. And then you make a post and then they don't even see it showing up on their, um, on their feed, which is really sad. It's a lot of effort that you put in and they're not actually seeing it. So that is why having, having their email address is so important because you're guaranteed that it's going out to their inbox. Now, obviously, it you know depends on if they're opening their email that day, but uh, but you can get an average of 50% of the people that are in your email list um, will be opening your emails and actually reading them. And that allows you to communicate with them when you want to communicate with them on a consistent basis and allows you to give them offers. Um, you know, ultimately, you want to you're uh, running a business of your own and um, and you want to be able to make an offer to them and they purchase from you. So that's that's why I think it is very important. And if only, you know, like 30% of people are seeing maybe what you post on Instagram, for example, but 50% are opening emails, that, you know, that's a big extra amount of people. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's huge, I think. And, and I, so another analogy I like using, I didn't think I was good at analogies, but today they're really coming out. <laughs> but um, another analogy that I like using for, for an email list versus social media is social media. I look at it as, so, you're, so you have your, you're living on a residential street and you're sitting out on your porch. People passing by on the sidewalk, the pedestrians walking by, that's social media. You might wave at them and, and yell hello. Uh, they may or may not look at you and, and say hello back. Um, some of them, so let's say 30% of them, they might pause a little, turn to you and engage in a, you know, two sentence conversation with you. Now with an email list, those are the people that do stop and they say, you know, Hey, let's be friends. You, you invite them. Hey, let's be friends. And, and you end up, um, inviting them in and you say, Hey, do you want some cookies? You know, let's sit down, you know, on the, on the couch and have a conversation and they end up coming over, you know, once a week to hang out because because they enjoy the, the conversations you have. So like it's it's a very, very different personal experience where you really are developing a personal relationship, consistency, and because they said yes um, when they subscribed to your email list. Whereas with social media, like I said, they're just passersby. Um, not it's very non-committal um, in, on social media. So whereas an email list, it's it's a much more direct connection. Um, and a much more personal relationship that you get to build with them and nurture them. And does it feels a lot more personal to open an email and read it than it does, mm -hmm. as you said, you're basically doing the scroll. <laughs> you know, exactly. pause, keep keep going, keep going. Yeah, um, and it's less distraction because you're mm -hmm. going to sit there and read an email. You get like you get drawn in. It's it's almost like an active blog kind of. I guess I would say. Because you can go way more in depth, whereas on a social media post, you've only got so many characters, you know, that you can write. Mm -hmm. um, so you kind of 
kind of are almost forced to keep it somewhat surface level, or if you dive deep, it's only a short deep dive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but in the in the inbox, you have you can write as much as you want to write to them, and as much as your people want to read. So we've talked about um, why people might want one a little bit, but how do you actually start an email list? Well, you start an email list by creating a freebie funnel, is what I call it. So freebie being Some people call it a lead magnet. To me, that sounds like a very kind of cold word that I always have to explain what it means. It's like a magnet to attract, you know, people that might be leads in your business. But freebie, it's just a free resource, something that is a a valuable um, thing that they might want to read. So, So if you think about the topic that you talk about the most in your business... Um, so, for example, you know, in the case of, you know, any birth workers and doulas and lactation consultants and all these different um, small businesses that, that you represent and your uh, your listeners represent, um, if you have a topic that you specifically talk about and an offer that you specifically give people, a service that you provide people, then if you create a free resource that is something simple and something probably surface level would be really interested in um, to to sign up for uh, some kind of maybe it's a PDF guide, a checklist, maybe it's a a checklist of uh, you know what to pack for your hospital bag or something like that. Something very simple. It's a very quick win. You provide that for free and all you ask for in return is their name and their email address. Um, so all you need is your free resource and then you create a landing page and that is, that is the website page where people can sign up for it. And when they sign up for it, that is them giving you permission to, to email them. That's, that's them giving you their number essentially. And, and then it's funny uh, you use that example because my best performing, um, freebie is my hospital bag list. It's as oh, simple really? as that. It's just something that. <laughs> people are looking for you know and it's simple and people might think oh everybody's done that but the people that I serve are looking for things like that and if they see where I'm offering it they go and get it you know and and the same person the same the same pregnant person that is signing up for your hospital bag checklist probably has signed up for 20 other hospital bag checklists they want ideas people like just because somebody else has one out there does not mean that you shouldn't put out yours because yours will be unique in some type of way um and and you when you post um in your social media and when you email in your email list when you post blogs or whatever you do to kind of share your visibility um, there's a different unique angle and perspective that you give, or there's maybe your personality is just a different personality and they will like you for who you are. And that's how you attract your people. So definitely don't be afraid of, of, oh, this is just so like, everybody's already done this. Like it's oversaturated. I don't really believe in oversaturation because the world is not oversaturated with you. Like you are the only you that there is. So, so be brave and just put your, put your thing out there. People, people are, they, they do want it. They'll, they'll, they'll want to download it and they're going to be happy to give you their email address and they'll be happy to receive the emails that you send out to them which which reminds me that so many people are nervous about emailing people so they're they're afraid that oh if I send out these consistent weekly emails like they're gonna get annoyed with me or or something but the truth is they they wanted to hear from you um, they are interested in the service that you offer, or they wouldn't have said yes. Um, and thirdly, they need your service. And so if you can stay top of mind for them, then it's probably you that they're going to choose to work with. 
uh, when they're when they're ready to hire you. Whereas if when they're ready, you haven't been emailing them and you haven't been nurturing them, they're just they're gonna go with whoever comes to mind mm-hmm. for them. So why why not let that be you? Like how about That's you a- keep Keep yourself at top of mind for them, you know, because they'll be buying from so- from someone, you know. I think that's one of the other benefits, as you're saying there, that you stay top of mind. And then when someone needs you, you're the person that, that they come to. And in yeah. our type of work, we have quite a short window of time to become that person yeah. because pregnancy in the postpartum period is mm-hmm. a finite period whereas sometimes you know I know I've signed up for email lists that are say business related and might be Mm -hmm. two or three years before I decide to buy something from that person um but we need to be a little bit quicker off the Mm -hmm. mark sometimes yeah yeah you don't have time to waste because their pregnancy is progressing every every week there's a new thing happening in their body so so you may as well um Throw aside the imposter syndrome that will come up, throw aside whatever your fears are and start emailing them because they do need, like they're hungry to hear the things that you have to say and they're hungry to hear your perspective. So, so be brave and do it. Things that people do worry about is about being annoying. You know, am I going to annoy people if I send too many emails or if I send emails that are actually sales emails? Mm Mm-hmm. That's that. Like I understand that fear because I think that many people have that fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, there may be a few people that don't, but they're the special ones. Um, but like I said before, uh, don't be afraid of being annoying because first of all, you're you think more about yourself than any of them do. So every time that you do email them, it's most likely more of a oh yeah yes like what is you know what what are they saying you know they're they're going to be happy to read your thing and not only that they may have missed your email last week so it's fine to to repeat something now it's fine to repeat um, some amazing new information that you want to share with them and it's fine to give them an offer um, and in fact if you are if you've created a new service for example or a new part of something that you're offering um, and you're promoting it it's important to email multiple times about it and to not think that oh I'll just you know send one email because that's probably all that they will want to hear from me if they you know if I tell them once I shouldn't have to tell them twice <laughs> but that's not true people need many reminders um, and because people people run their own lives, right? They have they have a thousand other things that they're thinking about every single day, um, and so every time that you email them, I guarantee that they they will be like, oh right, like that's their thought is oh right because because they they forgot about it since yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and if it, if the offer is expiring tonight, um, they will be grateful that like if they had any consideration like yeah, maybe maybe I should get that maybe I should but then oh the you know it's time to go pick up the kids from school or oh um the cat needs to be fed like literally any little thing that you know they get up and get a cup of water um to drink and they come back to the computer and they forgot about it so it's not that they don't want to buy your offer it's they they may have just forgotten for even for five minutes or for a day so that's why it's important to not consider your offer annoying because you are serving people you're helping people you have something to offer that they actually wanted something that they actually asked for again be brave and send the emails because people do want to purchase this from you they just need some reminders from you and don't we all because yeah. i know i'm 
forever forgetting things that I was supposed yeah. to do. I forgot to renew that thing or I forgot to yeah. renew that thing. And then you get to notice exactly. again. You say, oh, whoops, I better do that now. Exactly. We all forget things so often. So it's so it's it's part of being gracious with them, actually. And, and just assuming that, hey, I don't expect you to remember everything. Uh, so here's just a friendly reminder that, you know, this promo is expiring, you know, tomorrow uh, you know, tomorrow at midnight, you've got, you've got, you know, X number of hours left or whatever. And that's, that's a kindness. That's, you're being helpful. People, people won't be annoyed. And also if they don't want to hear about your offer, um, that's on them. And if they don't want to hear from it, they'll unsubscribe and that's fine. And then you, and then you've released that space for someone else who does need your offer. So it's, it's okay. Send the email. (laughs) People can make their choices and they can not open the email they can open it and read it or if they yeah. want to unsubscribe it's not a big deal that that's just a mm-hmm. choice yeah and, and you've we, been nurturing we, them so yeah so you have the right to kind of mm-hmm. now tell them what you have to offer for paid you know for, exactly. for, for a fee and um, mm-hmm. we've kind of talked through it in general terms there but could you explain for people who, who might not have picked it up like what a freebie funnel means you know so that those for kind sure. of different steps yeah for sure so a freebie funnel uh, yeah, so let me just show you, show you in, in your mind, show you the steps. Um, so a funnel, we call it a funnel because of acts like a like this open-mouthed funnel. For example, if you're canning some jam or something, um, and you're putting fruits into a jar, so you toss the fruit into the top of the funnel where it's wide and broad, and it catches all the fruit, and and they fall down into the place where you've meant for the fruit to go. So that is that's what a funnel is. So at the top of the funnel is where you are let's say you're you're posting on social media and you're spreading yourself out there so that people will hear about you it's you know visibility um and as you're speaking out there on social media or on podcasts or on blogs or or all those different channels um you're also sharing with them a link to your freebie and that freebie is that re- free resource we talked about and the people out there where you're spreading yourself there will be some people that will Perk up their ears and say, ooh, that, that sounds interesting. I, I need that. That's exactly what I've been looking for. So then they click your link um, that you give them. Um, they they um, put in their name and their email address because as they see your landing page that you created for this freebie, they're like, yes, that's exactly the question I had last night. I was wondering what I should pack in my hospital bag. I'm trying to pack it and I feel like I'm missing something. So yes, I want to sign up for this. This, this solves my need. So they sign up for it um, on the landing page, and then you, on the back end, you've set up your email marketing platform, and you, as people sign up for the freebie, your platform is collecting their email addresses, and you've automated some emails to go out to them, so that as soon as they sign up with their, with their email address, your system now sends them an automatic welcome email um, as well as the free resource that you've promised them. So we've got um, visibility at the top, and then we have your free resource. We have the landing page where you're, where they can sign up for that free resource. Um, after the landing page comes the, the, the email that automatically gets sent out to them with that free resource that they've signed up for. And then after that comes this whole phase of nurture emails. And that is, that is such, that is like, that's the whole purpose for this whole thing mm-hmm. is now we're nurturing your relationship with them so that when they're ready to make the move and make the purchase, you're going to be the one that comes top of mind. 
and you now send out a sales email and uh, that's kind of like the the fulfillment of the of the freebie funnel journey is at the end of the day what you want to do is, is send out a sales offer and promote your service to them and they become a buyer whether that is the next day or whether that's next month or nine months from now uh, but at some point they may very well decide to purchase from you people are more likely to buy from emails i believe than they are from social media say for example hmm. yeah i've heard that it takes uh, the number changes but i've heard seven points of contact um, so yes, you, you'll still be posting on social media. Most likely you may still be being a guest on a podcast. You may still be blogging and all the things, uh, maybe running a YouTube channel. Those are all different points of contact and every post that they see on social media, each post and each reel and each story, each of those are a point of contact and your email is the big point of contact. So like now they've seen you everywhere and they're following you and they're reading your emails every week and then you send that sales email and then that's when they decide, yes, like I this I trust this person and I like this person I'm buying from them. So in that nurturing phase, like how frequently should people be emailing and what what do they write? Good question. So so the first email should go out immediately, of course, when they subscribe, there will be the first email that sends them the free resource. Now, I recommend that 24 hours later is when the next automated email should go out just because it's fresh on their mind. So you can you can kind of you want to keep nurturing it close up, you know, like don't don't now wait a whole week for your next one to go out because they'll forget who you are. So send another email 24 hours out and maybe that's where you talk a little bit more about your business or 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 a common problem they may be experiencing or something that just draws them in and helps them to get to know you a little bit better. And then your next email may be another 24 hours out or maybe you want to extend that to maybe three days. Um, I, I do either one. Sometimes I'll do two emails that are one day in a row each. Sometimes I'll put maybe two days in between. And the next one I'll put five days in between and then I'll put seven days in between and then they're at like the weekly interval. That's kind of what I've figured out was felt like a nice cadence kind of. And as far as what to write in the emails, like what you want to do is, so your first few emails is probably a good idea to kind of focus on the free resource you sent them. Just make sure that they, you know, know all about, so let's say packing for the hospital, they know all about, you know, what it's going to be like when they arrive at the hospital, you know, information that relates to your freebie. Um, and also maybe sort of um, teaches them how to use the, the free resource you've sent them. So you can explain like, okay, so when you get this list, so what you're going to do is you're going to, whatever, X, Y, Z, go through the list and figure out what you've got and what you still need to buy or whatever, right? Like just some instructions like that. Um, and then over time, you're also adding information about yourself. Um, and so that they can get to know you, the person that they may choose to hire, um, they'll want to know about you. you. You You would even want to, in one of the emails, I would include a photograph of yourself so that they you know, see who you are, maybe a picture of you and your pet or you and your family or you and your kids or something just to personalize it. In one of the emails, um, rather than talking as much about you yourself, you could talk about your company or your business as a whole, maybe the types of services that you offer. Um, and, and kind of progressively, you're like just guiding them on this journey of where they're first getting to know the freebie, then they get to know you, they get to know your business 
And then they get to know, like, you could start talking about um, the bigger topics that are on their mind, right? Like, now, like, let's talk about not just, you know, the hospital arrival moment, but let's talk about other concerns that they may have that will end up targeting, you know, specific struggles and specific desires that they have, and they come to trust you that way. Because, like, wow, this, this person knows, like, everything that I've been, like, thinking lately, everything that's been keeping me up at night, they're like tackling each of those concerns one by one. So they'll, they, they, they're hungry to learn from you. And that's how you build trust and relationship with yes. them. And that's called nurturing. <laughs> it's about kind of helping them get to know you a bit more, helping them get yeah. to know your business a bit more, and then helping them with mm-hmm. the things that, that are pop, that you know, they're popping into their head exactly. because you understand the type of client that you're, that you're working with. Exactly. And, and when you do that, it only makes sense that at the uh, after you know 10 weeks of nurturing them let's say maybe even sooner but like after a number of of weeks of you nurturing them like that they will want to know what's so what's the next step so like how how do we make the next move you yeah. know can we go on a date <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> like let's make let's 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 make action on the next on the next step and that is you giving them an offer um, for for something and it can be a small offer it doesn't even have to be your main big offer it could be something small that you offer uh, that allows them to kind of test out your personality mm-hmm. and your service and your your knowledge or something like that so that gives us and just kind of guides them on that journey this is a really good picture of kind of how we go from that big top of funnel lots of people getting visibility and mm-hmm. then bringing people in closer and closer and closer to us and those amount of people might get smaller and exactly. smaller you know um yeah. and that's okay yeah. because we're we we do not want to date everybody mm-hmm. um, exactly your your living room couches can only hold so okay. many people <laughs> so you want high quality people in Definitely. there <laughs> and for anyone who's a bit anxious about the tech side of it and about you know an email marketing platform what is that a landing page you know what can we do to uh, make that a little bit easier a little bit easier well it it helps to choose a a platform that is uh, meant for for ease of use and i have tried many different platforms um because I love tech and I like experimenting. Uh, so, but I have found that MailerLite specifically is the one that I've chosen to work with the most. Um, I'm not, I'm not like, I, I don't care if people choose a different one. It's fine. However, I will say that MailerLite is very user-friendly. I've found it to be a very clean, clean, airy interface. It's just much more intuitive than the other ones that I found. And it's free to start um, and very cheap once you do have to upgrade. Uh, and they have very, uh, the way that it's set up is very intuitive and step-by-step. So it makes it much simpler for beginners. So creating, creating their landing page, uh, will be easy in there. Setting up the automations will be easy in there. So that's, that's the platform that, uh, that I recommend going with. And then of course, um, Canva is the platform that I would recommend for creating, uh, you know, your actual mm-hmm. resource. If it is something like a PDF guide or something, a checklist of some sort, uh, Canva is what I would recommend for that. I think it's handy, as you said, for people to know that they, the platforms can be easy to use. And MailerLite is definitely one I've heard come up again and again as mm-hmm. ease of use where it, it, 
teaches you how to do it as you go along nearly you know so it it helps people um figure it out as they go along and then it's okay to experiment and to learn Mm -hmm. as you go along as well yeah and it helps a lot too if you have um if you know someone or if you have a mentor or if you've got a business coach or anything that that teaches a specific platform or uses a specific platform or even a business friend that you have um, using the same one as what someone else does so that you know that you have someone to turn to when when you're not sure oh where's the orange button they said I should click somewhere up there I'm not finding it and it helps it helps to know to to know someone um that you can ask questions having having someone with with answers always helps a lot yes with 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 everything <laughs> just be everything able to with say, everything in hey, life <laughs> do you know what i'm doing here i can't figure it out um that yeah exactly that, um yeah that 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 can be really important so crystal is there anything else yeah. that you feel people need to know if they're thinking about starting with email marketing um and then anything else if you know where can people find you or any of the things that you, that you have to offer or that you help people with yeah for sure well so if you don't have someone to ask all of your questions to um, that is something that I do offer um, I, I do help uh, people that are starting out with their online marketing um, if they're unsure you know if they're feeling un like not tech savvy <laughs> and the tech and design stuff kind of overwhelms you uh, that is something that I do provide support for and I have a one-year program uh, for that, um, providing just a very a very safe space for for people to learn because it's very easy to to feel left behind, um, and it's easy to feel like people don't want to ask that they don't want to f- feel silly yeah. asking questions, um, especially when the th- see the thing is they're really good at what they do they're experts, um, fully trained you know professionals at what they're doing, but they don't know how to set up their mm-hmm you know, email marketing platform. It feels weird to not be good at this thing when they're really good at what they actually do though. So I provide a safe space for people like that in my program or my year of tech and design confidence. Uh, so that, so that is something that I do help people with. And as far as how people can find me, um, in all the free ways, uh, I do have, I do have places. So I have, so my website is my name, crystalbentel.com. And um, you'll find a free resource on there right in the top announcement banner at the top. There will be a free resource there. Um, That one is a list right now. I swap it out occasionally, which I recommend everyone does that once in a while too. Um, But currently the one I've got is um, a self-care menu for neurodivergent business owners. Um, It's got a list of 20 ideas for how to prevent burnout. Um, and then of course there's Instagram. Um, I'm your tech fairy on Instagram and I'm your tech fairy on Facebook as well as your tech fairy in, uh, Facebook groups. So I have a Facebook group that is free for anybody to join if they feel non tech savvy, um, and they want a place to be able to ask some questions and be with other people, uh, who are starting out their online marketing journey. Um, so that is just facebook.com slash groups slash your tech fairy. Yeah. You know, having all those resources is so helpful and I will put them in the show notes. So the links are there. So if anyone wants to join the group or find your website, the information is there for you. So thank you so much again, Crystal. Yeah. It has been absolutely lovely talking to you. And before we re- started you. recording, I was having some technical difficulties and you did have the most patience <laughs> with me. 
So thank you for that. <laughs> and for all of our listeners, sure. thank you so much for joining us for this episode. And we will be back next week and I will talk to you all soon. If you enjoyed or benefited from today's podcast, please leave a review on your favorite listening platform. And if you need help in standing out as a birth or postpartum worker, download our free guide, 10 Steps to Stand Out and Get More Bookings. The link is in the show notes.